Do you get to get back into the chorus here? I think so. Right, here we go. I'm just thinking with my dick. My shit done. I'm just thinking with my dick. My shit done. I'm just thinking with my dick. Thinking with my dick. Uh, Morris selection for this podcast. Yeah. How does this song even like end up uh, in your playlist? There is a TikTok that a photographer took of like some sort of parade, and there is like the classic dad on a float, and he is dancing to this song. I don't understand how they play this song at like a family parade, but he just looks hilarious. He's actually like super gangster about it. He's not really, they're not playing this song that. They probably just matched that video and added the oh, audio good point. of the song. I don't know. He just, and then we started getting into the song and put it, playing it on repeat around the cabin and we were yeah. laughing so hard. We need those songs once in a while, you know, those super like out there risque songs like uh like the, the macarena lollipop <laughs> i was thinking oh. you know super sexual songs the thong song is this the new thong song you know what i mean thinking Think, with my dick thinking with my, with my dick yeah this, isn't this a really old song it is an old song it is an old song but it's, it's kind of trending it's now, trending yeah. now because this dad was seen dancing to it on the back of a float there's no way the dad was really <laughs> dancing to this song it was probably something really lame that he was dancing to <laughs> i don't think so dad you song. have to see the video because he's perfect he's per- dancing perfect to the song you have to see the video thinking with, with my d my guy Think- with, oh, with my D guy. Okay. He'll come up. He'll come up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thinking with my D guy. All right. So let's see here. Oh, I got to watch a commercial. Oh, you got to watch a commercial, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. No, 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 no. Well, if you're doing this lead up, I don't think it's it's the right song. Got money. We're told. He does kind of look like he is dancing, dancing to the song. The only thing that would make it better is if it was if his collar on his golf shirt was popped a little higher. No, no, no. I don't know if I'm watching the right one. It's a guy in a in a like a blue striped golf shirt. With, yeah, with like a glasses on and like a chain around his neck. With like a, yeah, like a the beaded badge. necklace that he might have at Mardi Gras yes. or something around his neck. Oh, they just—it's like with that Trump thing. They make him dance to all kinds of different songs. Oh my god! Yeah, there's no way. Well, he's become famous now. Yeah, he's famous. So. Do you play that song with your daughter around? 
Um, you know, we're kind of at the point where she she's not old enough to understand what the lyrics are in songs. We haven't started editing songs yet. But she could easily be singing along to it and then just be like, thinking with my dick, you know? Yeah, she doesn't. Yeah, she, it's not it's not really happening yet for her. I probably have another year before I have to really start editing stuff. Although I don't know what uh, you don't edit the music for your kids, right? You don't. Mm, no, I don't. But I. You say also, that's like artistic. Um, it's art. It's, it's art. art. Yeah. It's art. It's like if if somebody paints a naked picture, I'm not like, oh, you can't look at that. You're you know nine years old. That's not. You can't look at it. It's somebody's art, and that's the way they want it uh, heard. Mm-hmm. And so for me to say you can't listen to that version mm-hmm. seems like I'm censoring art. So did they start using the words that they were hearing? No. They know better. Okay. I mean, I mean uh, they they hear me swear all the time. Really? I don't usually... Yeah, but they know they. It's like uh, driving a car or drinking or or whatever. You know, you reach a certain age mm-hmm. where you're allowed to do certain things. Mm-hmm. It's not like uh, it. Be, it's you know, I've earned the right to swear because I'm an adult. <laughs> they can't but, but do it. Why yet. Is, like that? Why is that? Why is it that adults can swear but children can't? Yeah, good question. I I find the whole idea behind like not being able to swear, especially a word like shit. Like, who cares? It's another <laughs> word for poo. It's not like you're saying the c word. Mm-hmm. Oh you know, my like, god! Th- there yeah. are some offensive words. Yeah. Like I would never drop the c word in front of my daughters, and also, I would I try not to use that word. Period. Yeah. But I say shit and fuck and you know like. <laughs> what I find interesting about that is. That word is used liberally in in somewhere like England. They yeah. throw that all around all the time. Sure. What the c word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They use that. It's uh, it's just like shit over there. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. But not around here. So I mean, you have to know your audience too, right? For sure. Um, it is really weird to me. Like I find it so weird that I can't say shit on the radio. There was a time you couldn't say damn on the radio. I mean, that was not my era, but like back in the day. Sure. You know, because uh, or you couldn't say Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Because you're taking. You know, the Lord's name, name in vain. vain. That's yeah. right. You did. You were offending people. People have loosened up a little bit. I mean, I hear people swear on the radio sometimes. Yeah. And you can get away with it as long as nobody complains. But mm-hmm. you have to be working for a radio station where you know your audience is not going to be uptight about it. Yeah. That's right. As soon as someone complains, then it starts. Then a it whole becomes thing. a thing. Yeah. Yeah. But then they listen to it, and then they're like, "Yeah, you shouldn't have said that. Now you got a problem because." Uh, you, you violated the terms of your license to broadcast. Mm-hmm. And then that license needs to be renewed every so often. And so if they have too many complaints about you swearing or having inappropriate content and stuff, then maybe you don't get your license back. And if a radio station loses their license, I mean, it's like they've just, you know, it'd be like have, owning a house and having your house taken away from you. You'd lose all the value of it. You know, it'd be crazy. Right. So do you find that your teenage daughter now mm-hmm. is swearing like when she's arguing with you guys? No. Wow. Okay. Because again, you got to uh, you gotta know what you're allowed to do and what you can't. Just like I can crush a tequila in front of her, <laughs> but she can't be like pissed off and then pour a glass of tequila in front of me. <laughs> yeah. That's the way I look at it. Right. One day. So one day you'll say, okay, it's you're okay to swear or you'll just like, it'll just happen. But uh, you know, the way I swear, it's not like you fucking kids. Like, it's <laughs> like, I'd be like, oh, fuck. Or, you know, like right. I, something's gone wrong in the situation. Yeah. I I'm, swear in front of my daughter and that way too like they just slip out sometimes you know especially driving right oh Oh, look at this asshole thinks he's just gonna butt right in here you know like little comments like that Mm -hmm. i'm not like 
Emma, you're being an asshole, usually. <laughs> right, 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 right. Although, asshole, maybe I have said that to my kids. Like, don't be an asshole. You know, that's possible that I said that. Okay. But they couldn't say, Dad, don't be an asshole mm. when my friends are here or whatever. My parents were so tight. Like, my stepbrother, I told you guys, my stepbrother sent me downstairs and said, just like, say the word bugger in front of your dad. I'm like, bugger? Bugger. I'm like, dad's not going to be bothered by bugger. And he's like, just, just do. It. He dared me to go do it. Use the word bugger in front of my dad. Yeah. And uh, somehow I figured he was on the computer, and I figured out a way to work it in. I was like, oh, you know, oh, oh, you're such a bugger, <laughs> you know. And he lost his shit on really? me. And I went back to see my stepbrother. I'm like, you were right. He does not appreciate bugger. That's like Which, right up there with calling someone a turkey. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, bugger, I think, is more like uh, British as well to call someone a bugger is it's an insult but it's certainly like pretty light it's not was I, your dad british um well grierson scottish yeah but know. like was he born in I, England? no no, no. he's born in ajax so. yeah so like, what would he care if it's a bad term in britain i have no idea Bundes? but they were old school yeah when did you start swearing in front of your dad um i'm just want to throw this out here According to Urban Dictionary, yeah, bugger is an Australian slang term for anal intercourse. Oh, really? What? Apparently. So, bugger? like, could it be like a homophobic term then if you call someone a bugger? I don't know. I'm just like, or like reading reading Urban Dictionary. It, mm-hmm. That's what it says. And how do you use it in a sentence? I just got buggered. Yeah, you buggered could, up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So to call up, someone yeah. a bugger doesn't really make sense. Then. Whatever. Bunnis, <laughs> <laughs> you swear in front of your parents, right? Yes, I do. And when did that start for you? Uh, I was probably younger. I was probably pretty young. 16, 17? Yeah, younger than that, probably. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I was a dick. Um, and they did not appreciate it, and they would, you know, give me shit. I remember being at my friend Rob's house, and he was the first friend that could swear in front of his mom, not his dad. So as long as the, it was just the mom around. And he how would old say, was Rob? Oh, we were probably uh, like 15, maybe, in okay. that range. Okay. I remember being at his house for, I was going to stay for dinner, and he dropped this one. He, he In front of his mom, he's like, I'm so hungry, I could eat a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> What did she say? I was just, I was sitting there with my jaw open like, what? I I think she, you know, I think uh, his mom was just like, Robert, you know, like just, you know, but I couldn't believe it. I've never seen that done before like that. I mean, for me, I I think, I think because of uh, my dad coaching hockey and like us playing, like we were so vulgar on the ice and in the dressing room. That, like, when I would swear at home, like, depending on the context of how I used it, he might let it slide. Gotcha. If I used it in a way he didn't appreciate, then he would give me shit. But it just, it just, I, he was just around me doing it so much that, like, I wore them down, both my parents. Like, the amount of shit that came out of my mouth, they were just like, fuck, I can't do this anymore. Just whatever, you know? But I I remember, like, getting bars of soap shoved down my mouth because of (laughs) the language I used. Like, my mom would chase me around. (laughs) And like, get me onto the ground, and you think you can yeah, talk like that? I'm already finding that my daughter, like, she's strong, man. Like, she's already like past my nipple line, if you can believe it. SK, past my nipple line. And uh, 
she's strong. Like sometimes we'll have an argument and I will try to keep her, you know, she'll be ready to like take off from go running. I don't know where she's going to go. So I have to restrain her a little bit. And I'm like, oh my God, like in a couple of years, I'm not going to be able to stop her from taking a swing at my face or I don't know what. I don't know. It's tough. Hey, speaking of your kid, I, I want to bring back something that just uh, came up during our radio show, which I, to this moment, like, I'm still shocked that you and Matt have a child, but you don't have a will and you have no directives of what would happen to your daughter should you, uh, like, have some fluke accident. Like, say, you and Matt are walking down the street <laughs> and a jumbo jet just falls out of the sky and lands on your heads and you guys are gone <laughs> and your daughter's at school and no one's there to pick her up. Like, you you haven't established somebody to care for your child. Matt and I have talked about it. Like, what would we do? But, yeah, we've never really put anything on paper. We've never finalized things. I don't, I, you know, we I mean, probably know. should. We probably should. Yeah, well, of course <laughs> you should. Because otherwise, what's going to happen is I could go up and I could be like, uh, Maura told me if anything should happen to her daughter, she wants me to raise her. Yeah. And then your your in-laws, you know, Matt's be parents like, could well, be we like, want her, yeah. we want her, uh, she's a big part of our life. And uh, and then I could be like, yeah, uh, Maura specifically told me she doesn't want Matt's parents raising her. You know what I mean? It becomes my word against theirs. Mm-hmm. And then your sister, you mm-hmm. know, shows up and says, hey, we have harvest every year at the cottage. And Maura said to me in one of those trips that she wanted me <laughs> to look after the kids. So, I, I mean, not that I look. I last thing I want is another kid around. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm sure. Not, I'm sure. I'm not. I'm not going to be the guy fighting for custody of your child. But it could happen. You know so what I mean? So when you came up with your will, did you, you and Deb came up with a plan, and did you talk to the people that you had selected that and say like, hey, would you guys take our kids? And are, did you pick the same people for both kids? Uh, no, we separated them. We we're like, uh, we'll take our chances. Split. It's like kind of a, you know, you put 50% of money on red yeah. and the other 50% on black. You know, you're going to yeah, be yeah. okay with one well, of maybe them. Maybe one family's yeah. particularly good with the one kid, but not the other. Yeah, luckily for us, it was a pretty easy decision at that time in our life. Yeah. Because, uh, first of all, we weren't going to like have parents look after our kids. Mm-hmm. Um, we were kind of looking at siblings. Mm-hmm. And we only had, Deb has one sister mm-hmm. and I have a brother and sister. And at that time we only had like, it was my brother who was married and also had kids. Okay. My sister wasn't married. I don't even know if she was with like a long-term boyfriend mm-hmm. and not that that really matters. Uh, and Deb's sister wasn't married at the time, but was living with someone. Mm-hmm. But we just kind of thought like, oh, well, we'll just put the, we'll, we'll make it the family that already has like kids yeah yeah yeah. they they, got they got the stuff they got (laughs) everything going yeah you know for sure there's a lot of stuff to get yeah and they have they have a skill set of raising kids and then also our kids would have like other like uh, you know instead of cousins they would become like a more of a family Mm -hmm. it just seemed like a better fit now that they're well actually one's now divorced but like you know my sister and brother-in-law have a great family. And so it would have been a harder decision to be like, well, which one do we pick? Well, now that's the thing. Like, do you go back and change your will now and well, update it? Like, I mean, my daughter's 16 this year. 
She's 15 now, turning 16. My other daughter's 13. So it doesn't matter. I a mean, couple I, of years. <laughs> I, I mean, like, I, I think my my kids would, uh, at this point in time, I would say that it would, it's still the best decision for them because it's my brother and sister-in-law who live in the area. Oh, they do, eh? They, they, they would live in Ajax, so it's oh, not far away. I so. thought they'd have to go back to Montreal or something. No, and, and if it was like my sister and brother-in-law are a great couple and they have great kids and they would raise my children well, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But they live in New Jersey, just outside of New York City. So that would remove my kids so far away from their life now. I don't want them Wouldn't getting that sense. Jersey accent. That would be terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love a Jersey accent. So, yeah. I mean, logistically, we wouldn't change it now. And uh, and it, it would be like, you it's know. Tough. It's tough. All good options, though. So you did. You said, hey, do you mind? And they were like, yes, we would take your kids. I don't even think I said, do you mind? I think I said, just so you know. And uh, then do they have the right to refuse that? Do they have the right to say, I don't want the kids? Well, I mean, yeah, they could do that even when the time comes, should we die? They could say, we don't want the kids. Mm -hmm. You're not obliged to take kids just because, I mean, you could essentially, you know, whatever will harvest to me mm-hmm. and my wife and mm-hmm. we'd be like, fuck that. Yeah. This kid's a nightmare. Right. It's going to be, well, we're going to have to watch fucking Encanto 20 times this weekend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, I know we don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> you can't force people. You can't even force someone for executor of your estate. You know, uh-huh. you can name someone as executor and then they could be like, fuck that. That's way too much work. So... Okay, so it's not yeah, like yeah. I'm doing a series of auditions of potential parents for my daughter. I mean, uh, you should <laughs> just have somebody because it, maybe there would be maybe there would be a fight between like your siblings and Matt's parents, there which I be. would imagine that would be the two powers that would want to like have yeah. harvest. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, your family—they're close to her. Your in-laws super close to her. Yeah, yeah. And I think if, a balance of the two would be ideal. I mean, maybe, but also your in-laws are going to be aging. And, you exactly. Know, do, when they're 80, do they want to have a 15-year-old or whatever the age difference is? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, who's but. like, fuck you! Fuck I'm you. allowed to fucking swear, okay? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm so hungry, I could eat shit right now. <laughs> I'm so hungry, I could eat a piece of shit. <laughs> right? Uh, who wants to be around that? Great line to drop, eh? <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. Bundes. Yeah. Who do you, who do you have as like your um Who gets your money if beneficiary? You die? Yeah. Is it just your parents? Currently my brother and my sister get half and half. Oh nice, yeah. Nice. All right. Nice, yeah, like nice. your parents got enough. They already have a house. Yeah, I just figured it probably makes sense to give it to my brother and sister at this point. Yeah, yeah, I wonder when that happens when it turns over to the Friday night lady friend Ooh. and they, you know you start changing names on things. Probably and... if I have a kid with her. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And yeah. it would be like, okay, you can. Well, you can have some, yeah. Even I guess even <laughs> even if like we move in and buy this house together, <clears throat> I don't want to leave her in the dust if I just up and croak on her. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Of yeah, course. with a big ass mortgage. If you guys share a house, it has to be her. Has yeah. to be. It'd be um, like such a D move to not. Right. And you always think like you don't have any money, but like you got you got yourself a condo that's probably worth over half a million dollars, right? Yeah, I also like have a like a, a what what do you you know those like retirement funds that you yes. RSPs and stuff. Yes, I, that I, you've been saving towards ever since you started working in this building. Yeah. So I recently logged into my account and just looked at that <laughs> that number and I was like, holy. <laughs> Shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not realize I had that kind of money sitting around. It's great. I when I uh, lost my job at that former company, I'd been there almost. Uh, actually, I'd just been there for twenty years. So they 
when they fire you, they package that money out. Yeah. I was like, what? This is my money? Yes, it is. Because they take a slice off that paycheck of yours. You guys are going to be thinking with your dick with all that money. <laughs> I'm rich, baby. I'm rich. I'm rich. Woo! I was just trying to transition into this song. I don't think that made sense. Anyway, Moira, you look after that stuff. Thanks. Funnus, don't tell your brother and sister that they're the beneficiaries. That's just a recipe for <laughs> your brake lines being cut. And I know your brother works at a car dealership. He'd know how to do it. Yeah. He's probably got a mortgage. He wouldn't mind some of that condo money going towards that. I'm sure he would appreciate it. <laughs> I was just hoping it was going to get to the thinking with my dick. Huh? Right? Here we go. Here we go. I'm just thinking with my dick. Thanks for checking out the podcast. I'm just thinking with my dick. My shit dumb. I'm just thinking with my dick. Bondis just figured out the best way to move in with the Friday night lady friend without actually having to move in with the Friday night lady friend. This is genius, <laughs> man. You are a genius. <laughs> Our commitment phobe. <laughs> Co-host here, co-worker Bundus has just mastered the art of saying, yeah, let's move in together. And then delaying that process for what could be several years. What? Oh, my God. How is that even possible? How is it possible? Oh. uh, So you say yes. You say, yeah, let's do it. Let's Let's move in together. But... And and then start looking at houses, and then what you do is you uh, you decide to build a house instead of buying oh. an existing house, and not only that, but just get on a wait list for the chance to buy a <laughs> yeah, new yeah. build. So there's even a delay to find out if you're even going to get the house that you're going to have to build in the first place. That, my friend, is impressive. You did it. Thank you. You did it. It's the it's the most. <laughs> It, it, it's it's the, the perfect example of a uh, commitment. non-commitment commitment. Yeah. Yes. yeah, it's a commitment to not committing. <laughs> that is what that is right there. <laughs> oh. Whoa, well done, wow. my friend. Well done. Wow. Well done. Yeah, you say you only want something brand new. Only brand new. Oh, yeah, well, that yeah. really limits your options, my friend. Oh, I was just talking to Bundes, like, <laughs> So you had to... Um, so there's this new area that they're developing, mm-hmm. and the demand for houses is so great right now especially if it's a new build, because then you can kind of like take advantage of today's prices. But then, you know, in a couple of years when the house is finally built, it's already worth more the day you move in, right? Yeah. It should be. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what happened with, you know, your condo. You bought your condo pre-construction. Yeah. How long did you have to wait for that? That one I waited a long time for. It yeah. was like four years before. Four years? So, you, so what you're saying is you may have delayed moving in with the Friday Night Lady Friend for four years. <laughs> yes. That's yeah, you committed at the same time. But I couldn't. But you, you, you said yes. But it's four never going to happen. Four years. That's insane. So what, what I found interesting is it's not like you just go and then you look at a model home and you'll be like, I'll take one doesn't work that way what you have to do i guess pundis he was telling me you have to wait till they open up uh the the registration process and even that's like buying concert tickets you gotta 
get in the queue and then you mm. got to register and hope that there's something left, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, this is crazy. Like I've tried to call the company several times. They have no information. Just look at your email inbox. You're going to get an email. Wait for that. It'll have all the Okay, thanks. Really helpful. I drove to their sales office to want to like talk to an agent. No, yeah. we, we're not taking appointments. You can't walk in. Uh-huh. Okay, thanks. So I finally get an email saying that registration for this uh, this place goes live at 10 a.m. This was yesterday. Mm-hmm. I go on this website. I try to get in, and every time I put my information in, it's like website traffic's too busy. We can't. It's like Ticketmaster, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like getting tickets to One Direction. Forget about it. Yeah, yeah. I got like (laughs) multiple devices going, trying to like get in. Finally, get in. They then I get a a confirmation email back saying you are registered. You're one of five hundred. Um, and you will get a phone call from an agent if you are high enough in the queue. Yeah. And if you don't get a phone call, we'll hit you back later for our next release. And it's like, oh. like I'm you just waiting. What? I feel like this is a, you know, we I talked months ago about that study that says when people see a line, they get in it just because they're drawn to the line. I feel like the hype draws people in. Oh, you're in a line. Oh, you're on the list. Oh, oh, well, you didn't make this cut, but maybe the next one. It's all yeah, yeah. hype so that when you finally get to the front of the queue, you're like, I'm ready. I'll give you my money. Meanwhile, you're in that line and then someone who's really hot walks right past you. <laughs> and you leave and, the line. And, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah they grease the bouncer. You're like, wait a second. I you're telling we- me these developers don't have their VIPs that are just their friends. They're like, hey, get me in. Oh, yeah, no problem. No uh, there's problem. this guy named Bun he was in line but whatever we'll just keep him waiting a little longer get them all excited oh my god anyway well done on delaying the moving in with the Friday night lady friend by going down this road I'm trying I'm I'm trying here he's trying to hang on you know your relationship is getting serious when this happens what is it I'm just you know keeping an eye on what's going on with Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian, and I'm like, oh man, they just did something that brought their relationship to a whole new level. Oh really? Yeah. Skeet Pete introduced <laughs> Kim to his grandparents. <gasps> I'm like, whoa! To Grams and Gramps? Yeah. That's yeah. for real. I mean, parents are one thing, but grandparents. That's like yeah. That's next level. Yeah. That's what I thought, too. Yeah. So when you're introducing your significant other to grandparents, that's in the equation. That's a serious relationship right there. Mm -hmm. I agree. I bet you. I wonder, actually. We should just measure everything up to what Bundes is up to right now with his relationship. (laughs) Has your Friday night lady friend... Met the extended family. I know that they that she's met like your parents mm. and your brother and sister. But mm. you have a special relationship with your grandma. Mm. Yeah, you go by every yeah, week. She makes you stuffed peppers yeah. and mm-hmm. stuff. What's her name? What's it? Does she have like a cool like uh, grandma name? Grandma ba- name? Baba. 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 Is that the Greek? That's the, the I, standard Greek grandma. No, it's uh, Macedonian. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, she uh, she did meet them, both my grandmothers. Okay. Um, and like, it was not long ago, actually. Uh, it was like a family get-together kind of thing. And she sat there in the dining room with the two of them and just chatted for like oh. an hour. You're kidding. Yeah. Now, was that her doing or did they sit her down and interview her? Uh, I was watching the hockey game with my brother and my dad and like we were arguing about 
politics or whatever. We're yelling at each other and oh. stuff. And then she kind of just got up and walked yeah. away. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, and then yeah, I yeah. found her like an hour later. She'd been chatting with them the whole time. You didn't uh, notice her gone for an hour? We, we were in a heated discussion about stuff. Oh. Man, that bun is out it sounds toxic. Leaving me to roast with both grandmas. <laughs> An overcooked roast, right? Because it's grandma making it. It's not cooked until it's gray. So, so now when I when I go visit my grandmother, um, and she's like offering me food to take, it's not for me anymore. Now it's like you know for her. Right? Yeah, she's yeah. like here, take these. Oh, oh yeah, the Friday night lady friend. She doesn't call her the Friday night lady. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My grandma's like, yeah, the Friday night lady friend. She's gonna want some of these cookies. Why don't you take the cookies? Bob, like, Bob I don't want the cookies. I don't want the cookies in my house. She's like, but yeah. they're not for you. They're for they're for her. I'm like, okay. she's, she's so not gonna cute. take them. Well, we we know that Bundus is getting serious with the Friday night lady friend, and that uh, there is another indication that confirms yes. that introducing her to the to grandparents. Baba. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Pete and Kim are at that level, and we're just asking, like, what's another sign? Like, you know your relationship is getting serious. When, uh, Brayden, what is it for you? When you guys uh, poop in front of each other. <laughs> Man, I guess I'm not in a serious relationship. Whoa, whoa. I, you mean, like, with the bathroom door closed, though? Oh, yeah, with, the, with your significant other in the bathroom. Oh, both of you in the bathroom. Yeah, with pooping. the door closed. They, they've locked themselves in there. <laughs> oh, my God. Leave I mean, the door open. could be open, too, and they could be open outside, at that point. But... Oh, wow. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't broke that threshold yet myself, either. Yeah, never never done it. Never done it. I've been married forever. I like to keep that a bit of a mystery. Yeah, you know? yeah. So you guys do that. Yeah. How quick was that in, uh, you know, part of the, uh, you know, lineup? Was it in the cards, whatever the expression is? Uh, yeah, it was about it was about two months into the relationship. Man. And someone uh, decided to just go and the other person was all right with it? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, I was the one going. Yeah. <laughs> I got home from work. It was an emergency. Okay. Yeah. Well, that I really is... don't like going in public places, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That is definitely a sign that your relationship is getting serious. Thank you, Brayden. Oh, no problem. Have a good one. Wow, things are getting serious with Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian. They've gone next level. Skeet Pete and uh, introduced Kim to his grandparents, so... Wow. That's a big deal. That's a pretty big deal. Yeah. I still remember to this day, the first time I met Deb's grandma. She kissed me on the mouth. She, she was a mouth kisser. She kissed, oh boy. She kissed you on the oh, mouth? Lips. We were like, what? it was a lip to lip kiss. Oh, you're free. Hi, nice to meet you. Kiss you on the lips? Lean in and just right on the mouth. I was like, whoa. Did that's she crazy. warn you before? Did Deb no. say, hey, by the way, my grandma is a lip kisser? That would have been handy if I'd known that. <laughs> I had to build a whole strategy. You know, like after that moment, I was like, oh, this is how it's going to be. So then I would just make sure like when I went in, I leaned in for the kiss. I just, I cocked my head so far over that my mouth wasn't even like reachable. <gasps> it would just like but give the, her the cheek. The first time first she got time, you. Oh, she got me. <laughs> <laughs> what a shock. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> That's too funny. Uh, Shane, you know your relationship is getting serious when... I was just going to say the Friday night, friends. When things become a Friday night, you know it's getting serious. No. When your Friday nights are regularly booked by the same person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is a good indication. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yes. Next, next thing you know, you're booking a church wedding. 
you've got kids, you're getting fat, and your hair's falling out. Ah, man, that's quite a lovely picture you're painting there, Shane. Yeah, you can't, you can't find anyone else because you like that now. Okay, so you know you're getting serious when you have a regular night of the week, and that night is Friday. Because if it was a Tuesday, Tuesdays are that's different. not serious. No. No, no, no. Fridays. Tuesdays just a sex Friday, and Fridays yeah. is like okay, this is this means something. Yes, yes. Yeah, my Friday night used to be uh, used to order a Chinese and a bubble bath and a bottle of wine. A bubble bath alone or with your friend? <laughs> Obviously with the obviously with the girlfriend. Okay. Ah, gotcha. Okay. That was your thing, the bubble bath. And no, when was the last time you had a bubble bath? <laughs> We can't even fit in the tub anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, things change. Bundus, uh, bubble baths. Is that part of your Friday night ritual these days? I, 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 last time I took a bubble bath, I was a child. Man. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. You're missing out. Hey, thanks, Shane. No problem. Always listening. <laughs> Ivan sent us a text. He says, it's serious when you wear protection with all other women, but not her, because <laughs> she's the one. Not her, she's the one. That's how you know. That's, how That's you know. it. Pretty good indication. That's when you know your relationship is getting serious. <laughs> You know your relationship is getting serious when... What happens? Josh. When you can fart in front of your in-laws. <laughs> in-laws, even. In in-laws? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you break the sound barrier with your significant other. That's like, okay, you, you got that going. And now you bring it next level and you're introducing their family into that uh, vortex. Yeah. Sometimes it just happens, but um, sometimes it's actually a good thing because if if it's my mother-in-law is pretty innocent, and I've actually caught her a few times, but then she blames it on me, so that <laughs> she can kind of hide behind me sometimes. So yeah, you got a special bond. It sounds like yeah, yeah. You guys get yeah. closer because of that. Yeah, I would say so. And then she doesn't get so embarrassed and. I can handle the embarrassment because I don't really care, so... Yeah, yeah. Okay, so how long before you break the sound barrier with your... Is it your wife? Uh, pretty early, I would say. I didn't really... It wasn't... Uh, we're what? also a family that goes to the bathroom with the door open. So yeah, okay. okay. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no nothing, rules. Yeah. <laughs> how long before no. you do that in front of the mother-in-law, though? It was a little while, for sure. Yeah, like, well, so Bundus is probably okay. headed there soon. He's probably in another uh, couple months going to be going down that road. <laughs> then we'll know he's serious with the Friday Night Lady friend when, when her mom starts getting to witness some... <laughs> well, when she releases this, yeah. in front of Bundus. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they start having little... <laughs> then she blames it on him, and he finds it funny, yeah. Does that sound like a nightmare button? Uh, yes, <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, thanks a lot, Josh. No worries, guys. Take care. Steve uh, sent us a text. He's like, when 
she starts making plans without asking you like, oh, on Friday we were doing this and then on Sunday we're doing this. Oh, That's a sign that things yeah. are getting serious. Like yes. she just assumes that your weekend is yeah. dedicated to her. Yeah. And when you give that person your bank card, no questions oh. asked. Like, oh, you're going to pick up stuff here. Just take my bank card. And you're not like concerned they're going to disappear forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be a good indication. Peter says, when you wake up in the morning beside somebody and you finally remember them, their name without having to take them to Starbucks to find out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for that. <laughs> and Natalie says, <laughs> Natalie says, when you are finally comfortable enough to trim the hedges in front of your partner. Come on. Nobody which, wants to see yeah. that. Nobody wants to see that. We're no. these people that are doing all this like self-care in front of their significant <laughs> other. Oh, no. no there no, should no. be some mystery, I think. I mean, I don't like to be seen with just socks and underwear on <laughs> and the rest of me naked, you know, in yes. front of Deb. Yes. I'm not going to start, like, trimming my workstation <laughs> in front of her. Because if it needs to trim, it's usually not, you know, in good shape. It's not in good shape. Yeah, it's not how I want it to be seen. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess you're just not on the same level. As Natalie is with her partner. How about if you borrow each other's trimmers? That would be a sign oh, that you're yeah. getting serious. Commitment. Yeah. <laughs> That's not something you share you, unless you're serious. Yeah, like what would you share in your bathroom, Bundes, uh, when the Friday Night Lady Friend's over? Is there anything? Soap. Okay. That's about it. <laughs> And uh, is that like a bar of soap or is that just no, a pump? No, that's like the pump. You can use my pump. Other than that, don't touch my stuff. Hands off. Guy in the UK picks up his hot new Ferrari. This is the Ferrari 488. I'm curious to know how far you think the guy drove in kilometers before he crashed the thing. Well, I got to believe he got a, a, a decent amount away because Ferrari doesn't sell their cars to just anybody. Really? You Ferrari, have to like know how to drive? Like Ferrari is so specific with their brand. Like you can go in and you can buy a Lamborghini. You can buy a McLaren. You can't just go in and buy a Ferrari. You to pass a test or something? Like 100% seriously. They want you to buy a used model before you can buy a new one. And there's th- their upper echelon Ferraris. You have to own several Ferraris before they even allow you to buy Buy one of their upper echelon. No. I am 100% serious. I, let's say I win the $70 million Lotto Max yeah, yeah. jackpot. I cannot go and buy myself a Ferrari. You might, you could buy yourself a lower-end Ferrari, a used Ferrari. Like Justin Bieber, for example. Ferrari does not allow him to buy a car anymore because of how he disrespected the brand when ah. he owned it. Same with Dead Mouse. Dead Mouse is not allowed to own a Ferrari anymore. <laughs> Seriously? They will not sell them Ferraris. Really? It yeah. is, it, Ferrari what did Dead Mouse do to his Ferrari? He painted it like all like weird colors and like digital graphics all over Ooh. it. Like he, he, he defaced the car. Interesting. Mm. You know what else I heard they make you do uh, if you're going to buy a Ferrari? <laughs> is they, they, they double check that you say bruschetta and not bruschetta. <laughs> and if you say bruschetta, they're like, no, get no, this. No, no, no. Clown out of here. Bruschetta. <laughs> it's bruschetta. What if you say pasta and not pasta? Can I get some That's pasta? That's fine. But if That's you, okay. But if you cut your linguine, forget about it. <laughs> you you got to buy one second hand right. off somebody else. Mm. Okay, good to know. Good to know. Um, okay. Okay, how far did the guy get, how by the way? How far did he yeah, get? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got... 
three kilometers (laughs) from the dealership. It is safe to say the ink was not even dry on whatever the hell you signed before you leave with the car. Yeah. And, you know, we don't really know what happened. I tweeted a picture of the damage at Maura Grierson and car experts believe, okay, the bumper is fine, but the hood is clearly like pushed in, which makes experts believe the driver slammed on the brakes. You know when you get new brakes and they're pretty yeah. like sensitive? Slammed on the brakes and then it brought the nose low and the rear end high and then he collided with some sort of large object with enough force to create like an impact. And It looks to me like the car is done. I would have to know the backstory to really laugh at this guy. Like I want to know, is this this guy's dream to own a Ferrari and he spent his life savings and it's everything he wanted? Then it would break my heart. And he passed all the Ferrari tests, you yeah, know. He took yeah. the beater Ferrari. He said bruschetta. <laughs> he doesn't cut his pasta. He didn't break any of the rules. He wears a fedora. You yeah. know, like whatever you need to do. Yes. Uh, but if, if he's some like new money, has a billion dollars because he owned a tech company and he's been waiting a year for this and then he crashed it, that's great. Bunness, will they give this guy another Ferrari? Like if he wants to buy another one or is he banned for life after something like this? That's a great question. Disrespecting I- the brand. I, yeah, I don't know. That's like. How are you? Crash in my car. Look at that, you idiot! Get out of here! my face! Stupid munchkin! We can't let anyone who's not Italian drive these cars anymore. Luigi, get over here! That's right. He's banned. Banned. He's banned. Ban him. Ban him. Tucker Amora, we were talking about that guy who bought the Ferrari and he got in an accident three kilometers away from the dealership after picking it up. And Bundes, you were mentioning that they won't sell Ferraris to just anyone. And I, I was a little intrigued by that. And I did a little digging myself and found some other rules that uh, it's crazy. You are 100% right. I can't just walk into a Ferrari dealership. No. Interesting. Well, depending how old you are and what cat, they don't like to sell Ferraris to people under the age of 40. That's like one thing. It's not a deal breaker, but to fit the kind of person they want, you tend to have to be older than 40. They want you to be settled and not like some hot rod firecracker kid. Okay. Another thing is once you buy a Ferrari, you're not allowed to sell it in the first year you own it. Nope. (laughs) In fact, um, because they don't want people flipping them to like, you know. The Biebers and the other people of the world okay. that you know, wouldn't oh, qualify. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. They have the right to take it back. <laughs> they, they do? Yeah, yeah. They have the option of taking the car back if you need to sell it. Uh-huh. All right? So they'll be like, okay, well, we'll uh, give you some money here. We're taking the car back. Oh, wow. Yeah. Something else. Okay. You want to get on a wait list for a special edition Ferrari. This is like the <laughs> upper echelon ones you were talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you happen to own also a Lamborghini. Forget about, Forget about it. it. You can't. You're off you the can't. list. You're off the list. I mean, it's not to say you can't own both, but if you want to get on a list for a special edition one, one of their like one of a kind, whatever, you can't own a Lambo. You, you got to be a Ferrari person. <laughs> okay, something else. Uh-huh. Yeah, have you ever seen like in a city, especially in Montreal where I grew up, where they have the Formula One, when they have like Ferrari rallies and stuff yes. and like events? Yes, you're pretty much required to attend. <laughs> with your car. <laughs> do they yeah. want to sell these cars at all? It doesn't know, sound like they do. And then to Bundes' point yesterday where he was like, Dead Mouse isn't allowed to own another Ferrari because he like changed the color of the paint. 
100%. You can't repaint the car. You can't modify the engine. All the work on the Ferrari has to be done at a Ferrari dealership if you want to continue to be allowed to buy further Man, Ferraris. That's yeah. uptight. Well, for, see, the thing with Ferrari is most car companies go racing so that they can build a claim to sell their cars on Monday. You race Sunday to sell cars on Monday. That's not what Ferrari does. Ferrari's a racing car company first. Yeah. They build, they solely build their cars to, uh, to fund their racing program. Mm. They, they don't care about their production car. So that's why they have so many rules and standards if you want to be a member of the Tofosi, the, the, the sick, the Ferrari sick. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You also have to own a leather jacket <laughs> yeah. and sunglasses. I made that up. But yeah, some pretty strict rules. Ever wonder why we're not all geniuses with the option to Google everything at our fingertips? Like, there's actually a reason we're still dumb when we've got all the answers sitting right in front of us. You don't actually learn it. You just look it up. That in one ear and out the other, right? 100% the case. It turns out that we all have something called digital amnesia. The Google effect is another thing that they call it. It means that you're more likely to forget information that you read online. And studies show that our brain doesn't process information if it's on the computer. If we know information is accessible and retrievable, we don't bother to learn it. Because as humans, we like to avoid effort. So why learn it if when we need the information, we can just Google it? Okay, this is an example of that, okay? Let's just say I get kidnapped, okay? Mm -hmm. I'm being held in a basement apartment with nobody in earshot. I can scream all I want. (laughs) Okay. And they're torturing me and they're about to destroy the planet, okay? okay? (laughs) They're going to launch a nuclear attack against another country because they have the codes, all right? And they say, Tucker, you have one chance to save the world. Tell us Mora's phone number. (laughs) And the world will be saved. If you can't, everyone dies. I'd be like, I'm sorry, everyone's going to die. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't even tell you what the first digit of your phone number is. Yeah, I know, right? That's crazy. And I work with you every day. Yeah. And I text you pretty much every day. My wife's phone number, I can only remember because the last four digits spell out wank. (laughs) Are you kidding me? No. You're kidding me. No, I'm not. That's insane. Like, I find I have to fill out paperwork all the time that's like, what's your husband's phone number? What's your, you know, like yeah. kids in camp and stuff like that. Yeah. Emerge. You I can't will, remember her number? No, I can if I have a keypad that has the <laughs> letters on it and I can spell that out. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd have to draw it out. I'd be like, all right, the A starts at the 2, B, right. C, and then D, E, F, and then go along. That's insane. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's that's the world we live in now. It's just on our device, so why commit it to memory? Fondness? <laughs> Do you know the Friday Night Lady Friends phone number off by heart? Nope. Look at nope. that, eh? Uh, yeah. I, I think I, I know my, like... Your my family's been kidnapped, <laughs> right here? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, where's it? There we go. You have to get at least five of the seven digits outside of the area code correct, or your whole family... Dead. Dead. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I don't know. All I know is that it's a 416, and I, because I was, I remember that I was shocked that she got a 416 number. <laughs> yeah, that's it. When she got a new phone. Yeah, no, that I don't know. Everybody. Well, everyone's no. dead. Thanks everyone's a lot, Bundes. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that's insane. Like, if we were really stuck, how many of us would just be lost? I can remember my husband's phone number, so I could yeah. save. I could save the world. I mean, I have Debs. I just have the cheat, you know, right. in order to get to it. <laughs> Wang.
<laughs> my kids' phone numbers? Yeah, I think I got You I, got it? I think I got my one daughter's. Oh, okay. Not the other one. There you go. You just save one. One, one out of two. <laughs> Maura was just talking about digital amnesia. Mm-hmm. Nobody can remember anything because we just have it at our fingertips at a moment's notice. Yeah. It's what like... do you do like when you don't have it close by? <laughs> you know, then what happens? Uh... Then all of a sudden, we're all a bunch of dummies, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. Can't even remember our own names. Uh, <laughs> Tina wanted to comment on this. Uh, what happened to you, Tina? I went out for dinner with some friends, and I happened to take my boyfriend's car to dinner. Um, so we go out for dinner. After dinner, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to buy a lottery ticket, you know, manifest this lottery winning. I go in. I leave my car running. I leave my keys in the car. I leave my purse, just grab my debit card, and I run in. And again, this is my boyfriend's car, so normally with my car, it's older, it would be fine. Um, I go in, I grab my lottery ticket, I come out, and all the doors are locked. My phone's in the car again, I have nothing, and I do the whole panic of walking around the car five times and not remembering, or sorry, and it not opening the doors. So then somebody comes up to me and is like, oh, are you locked out of your car? And I'm like, yeah, I'm locked out of my car. I don't have my phone. Can I use your cell phone? Pass the phone over. I'm like, crap, I don't remember my boyfriend's phone number. So we're standing there. And I'm like, oh, my God, what do I do? I'm driving his car. He's going to be annoyed. I don't remember his phone number. I'm not anywhere where, where we live. Thank God. He calls me. He calls, like, me, my cell phone. I see his phone number pop up on the dash, and I'm like, oh, my God, look to see what that phone number says because I can't read it. Like, can you see what it says? So finally, like, I get his phone number through that. I'm like, can you unlock the car? Because he has, like, this app that you can unlock the car, and it was just, like, so stupid. Ever since that, I'm like, I'm never forgetting your phone number. Like, I have to remember it because it was so silly, but it was, it was a, like, a funny story. I know. I'm, I'm thinking about this, and I'm almost wondering if I should create a cheat sheet of important phone numbers to know. Like, mm-hmm. I could have my boss's number there. Mm-hmm. You know, if I was ever trapped somewhere and I couldn't make it into work and I mm-hmm. wanted to let her know, right. I, would, I would never know her number. Uh, outside of my wife, I, I, I know one of my two daughters' phone numbers. Uh-huh. Um, and... I don't know my dad's phone number. Yeah, I but don't. you're not going to have the cheat sheet on you all the time. Well, like, if, I, <laughs> if I had it like where I, you know, my little money clip where I keep my visa and my cash, at least it's separate from my phone. Mm-hmm. I thought about tucking it in my phone, but then if you lose your phone, then you're really stuck. Yeah. So I kind of want it in another place. My husband, Matt, he doesn't uh, attach a name to any phone number. So when you call him, it's just your number that comes up. Yeah, but what if he has to call somebody a- and initiate the call? He he remembers everyone's phone number based on the number. That's it. Not hey. the name. Is that not insane? That sounds uh, awful. He <laughs> answers a lot of telemarketer phone <laughs> yeah, calls, yeah, yeah. sadly. But yeah, he remembers uh, numbers really well now. Was your boyfriend mad at you that you left the car running, Tina? No, no, no. He was supportive, but he was just like laughing and it's... Yeah, something, we went out for dinner in Bradford, and I swear, every time we, I go for dinner in Bradford, something always happens, so now I'm just, like, staying away. Yeah, Bradford is no good for anybody. <laughs> That's true. That's the truth. All right. Thank you uh, for the story. It is, uh, it's the world we live in now. Nobody knows anything, right? That's it. I know. That's the that's the sad part. But, oh, well, at least we can laugh about it. At least we're all in, in the same boat together, not remembering anything. I uh, had to go to a hockey tournament in St. Catharines this weekend. I drove to the same arena three different times 
And uh, I couldn't find that arena today, probably. No, just because yeah. it was a bit of a maze the way it was taking me. I was taking lefts and rights. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, there it is. And, you know, yeah, it's crazy. That's funny. All right, guys, thanks so much, and I love your show. Thank you, Tina. Something else I wanted to play for you that's gone viral. It is uh, older woman, grandma, explaining the rules for her, uh, for her funeral. All right, she wants people to, um, you know, not get too upset. This is what she had to say. These are my rules at my funeral. Listen up. You could cry, but don't cry too much. Don't make a fool of yourself. Bertha <laughs> is not invited. Don't let her in. And you better get drunk afterward. Take a shot for me. <laughs> Take a shot Take for a me. Shot. <laughs> <laughs> that is a fun grandma. Yeah. Wow. I, You know, I, I agree Bertha shouldn't be allowed in. I mean, it would be cool to like come up with a list of people that need to be stopped and not allowed in. Like, aren't there a few people you think that might show up at your funeral and you're like, well, they shouldn't be there. Yeah, there's probably backstory that the family doesn't know. And yeah. like, she knows Bertha's been meddling in her life, but maybe Uncle Bob, who's working the door, doesn't know, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they they might be like, oh, that's an old co-worker of Maura. So nice <laughs> that they showed up. No, that's the person that fired her. <laughs> Don't let her in. <laughs> she shouldn't be allowed to mourn. <laughs> <laughs> also, I don't uh, I don't get the whole like you can't get too upset thing. If I, you know, when I die, I want people to be just devastated what? at my funeral. Oh, yeah. You what? Yeah. Excessive tears? Yeah. <laughs> I want like people really? I want people throwing themselves over my coffin like ah, No. Pounding on oh it. Oh my god. You left us too soon. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like 95 in there, hopefully. That's insane. I feel like I would want no tears. No tears at all. I just want people to talk about it. I want it to be like a great big highlight reel of my life. Yeah. You know, all the like, I want everyone laughing about how funny I am. And I want everyone talking about that time I was in RoboCop and how amazing that was. <laughs> Only highlights. Only highlights. Oh, we'll be laughing. We'll be laughing all right at your funeral. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Uh, like, no, I, no I, tears. I, no I want tears. there to be a party and I want everyone to get like hammered after and you know and have a good time but at the actual funeral man oh yeah I want people just devastated now I want lots of speeches lots of people talking about how great I was but no tears I want the speeches to just be broken up with (laughs) sobbing A lot Tucker. of like, I can't, What's up? I can't, I can't, <laughs> why'd you leave us? I can't there? possibly keep talking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But it probably isn't going to have a funeral, right? You, oh, know, you guys know me. I told you, I want to get, uh, you know, funeral pyre. I've been looking into to figuring out which religion I have to like become a part of in order to be able oh, to be yeah. burned alive, like on a like on a bed of sticks out in the water. Yeah, I'm trying around. to find a religious exemption <laughs> to allow that to happen. Yeah, get on a raft and then have them shoot flaming arrows yeah, 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 into yeah. you. And then what? I don't want anybody to say anything at my funeral. I want no speeches. I want no tears. I just want everybody who's there to come up, yeah. throw a stick or something onto the onto the, the bed, and let me let me light me up, and then uh, yeah. that's it. Nothing yeah. nothing needs to be said. Out on the the lake. That's it. <laughs>
Yeah, I'll take archery <laughs> lessons, dude, if that's what it's going to take. Yeah, man. <laughs> can, we keep, can we keep your body uh, unburned for long enough for me to get good enough with a bow and arrow that I can be the one to it would light be great it up? as if you it's just kept missing. A, it's going to take a couple of months. Oh, for sure, yeah. If you and don't give me enough the, time, I'll the miss. The flaming arrow keeps going into the lake, and then Bundus's body just floats away, away on a raft. Next thing you know, in Rochester, they're like, what's that out there? It looks like a raft. <laughs> I want some swimsuit bikini model team to find it and be horrified. Oh, this guy. He's right. hideous. Okay, what's worse? Secondhand tobacco smoke or secondhand bong smoke? I can tell you if I was walking on the street, I'd much rather be walking behind somebody who was smoking a joint than somebody who was smoking a cig. Yeah, I agree. I like the smell better. Yeah, and I just I find it, yeah, just that's it doesn't hurt my throat as much when I'm walking behind you. <laughs> it's but interesting because you used to smoke cigarettes. Yeah, and maybe that's why I'm so like... Turned off. Turned off. Bundus mm-hmm. is a recreational smoker, but a full-time vapor mm-hmm. uh, walking down the street. But you're not like really a pot guy. You're not into weed. So what would you rather walk behind? I'd be curious. Cigarettes all day. Yeah. Bong is wrong, Tucker. Bong is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you're walking behind somebody smoking a cig. You're like... Yeah. My two favorite smells might be tobacco and gasoline, especially mm. together. I know it's a dangerous combination. Yeah, that's not fun. <laughs> okay, Zoolander. <laughs> yeah, seriously. That was the greatest, that's the greatest part of that movie. Scene of all time. Oh, yeah, yeah. The gasoline party. Yeah, the fight in there and they're spraying each other. That was insane. I remember that. that movie didn't get any better from that point, though, unfortunately. I mean, there were fun moments, but that was the That was highlight. the best. Yeah. That was the best. I didn't okay. see that coming at all. <laughs> Researcher from the yeah. University of California decided to tackle this question. What is worse, secondhand tobacco smoke or secondhand bong smoke? They level, uh, measured the levels of fine particle matter before, after, and during cannabis smoking sessions in the living room of an apartment near campus. Okay, The students provided their own cannabis, their own bongs. They were free to smoke as much as they wanted. And then they came in after and used an aerosol monitor to measure air quality. And they did the exact same thing with tobacco smokers using a hookah setting. Okay, okay? but wait a second. So they're hotboxing a house? Yeah. All I'm right. not talking That's... about down the street. I'm talking yeah, yeah. about secondhand tobacco smoke or okay. bong smoke in like a living room setting. I'm going to say... I'm going to say the tobacco smoke is worse. More chemicals. Bong is wrong. Bong <laughs> is wrong. I'm going bong all the way I'm on this I'm sticking with tobacco okay. on this. They found yeah. that the bong... Is wrong. Yeah! <laughs> oh, man, wrong. The smoke is way worse from the bong yeah. than it is tobacco. The fine particle matter and cannabis smoke from bongs is at least four times greater and more dangerous than uh, smoking cigarettes secondhand. And then they compared this cracks me up. They compared the exposure of a bong hit to the air quality of the orange sky days after the wildfires in California in September 2022. Okay, so now they're like, okay, what's worse? The wildfire smoke or bong smoke? What are you going with? Bong is wrong. Bong, bong is, is wrong. wrong. You're right. The bong, bong is wrong. <laughs> it's better for you to take in wildfire smoke in a burning forest than to stand in a living room with your buddy crushing a bong? The concentrations were five to ten times greater in the bong living room. But why is it? (laughs) Like, okay, 
The two of you come over to my place. We crush a bong? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> you both ask. Maura says, hey, can I smoke a bit of a joint in yes. your living room? Yes. And then Bundes is like, hey, do you mind if I have a cigarette in your living room? Yeah. I'm 10 times more likely to let Maura crush a little bit of weed because I find that smoke smell doesn't stick around. Uh-huh. It's kind of gone, but you smoke a cigarette. It, you can smell that for days. It, it feels lingers. like. Yeah. You can tell when somebody's smoking cigarettes in a yeah. room. I can't explain the smell. I can't explain that. But they do say there's this misconception that tobacco uh, is way worse than cannabis smoke. And it's not the case. And also the smoke stays in that room. It lingers at a really high concentration level for like 12 hours after the group had stopped smoking the air quality was still really bad even though the smell isn't there it's still bad so something to consider if you're crushing a bong step outside because it is going to contaminate the room for that, sure that kind of defeats the whole purpose of the bong though right the whole purpose of the bong is to sit there <laughs> and contaminate the room, <laughs> contaminate the room. here's something for you uh-huh i'm just looking at a list of the least healthiest cities in the United States. I'm I'm not going to get you to name the city. Just see if you can name a state. Do you think you could do that? Least healthiest, all right? Healthiest. Well, I don't know what Bundes is going to say, but I'm saying show me Florida. Not a bad answer. You got Disney okay, World. I'm in looking there? at the top five. Have all right, I'm just looking somebody, at the top five. Somebody walking around Disney World. Yeah, but they're from somewhere else. They visiting. got the big turkey Chances leg are. in the mouth. You eat. You can order like a turkey leg. Yeah. At Show Disney. me Florida. No, no, no. Uh, and this is all based on like, uh, uh, like fitness levels, nutrition, uh, healthcare costs, uh, all that kind of stuff. Um, Tucker, show me. Show me Louisiana. Louisiana. Ooh, Interesting. Yeah, Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Got those fresh bananas they make. They're I'll, so good. I'll show you Louisiana the day they show up in the top five. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, oh, no. well, Louisiana is not one of the states that showed up here. In fact, one, two, there's only three states uh, that make up the five cities of at least healthiest cities in the United Take States. Take us to the home of the barbecue. Yeah? What's that? Texas! Texas! Yeah! Ribs! Two out of five! Yes! You got your ribs! Brownsville, Texas, and Laredo, Texas. Mm. In fact, Brownsville, Texas is the least healthy of the uh, cities in the United States. Okay, so now there's uh, two left. Two Two left left here. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I'm going to put up Kansas on the board, (laughs) Tucker. Kansas. Kansas. They are not on this list! Bundes. Okay. Show me the home of the deep dish pizza. Yeah. Chicago, Illinois. Yeah, yeah. man. (laughs) No, 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 not there. Any other, uh, any other ones you want to okay. get? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, I'm going to say, like, to me, I see this list and I'm like, these are places I want to go eat. Because exactly. they probably have the best food. Exactly. If they're the least healthiest, they're going to yeah. like, it's going to be great. Hmm. Vacation rule eating? Oh, yeah. You know, Spencer just sent us a text. Yeah. He's from the USA. Okay. He wants to guess. Yeah. He says, it's got to be yeah. the place where you get the buffalo wings. And the New York style pizza, it's gotta be New, New York. York. Stay, 
Please show me New York State. Oh, sorry, Spencer. Been gone too long, Spencer. <laughs> He's still there. Oh, he is. He's texting us from oh. Buffalo. Oh, yeah. Okay, uh, Tucker, I'm feeling. I feel like I got a, the blues. A case of the blues. Those Mississippi <laughs> blues. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mississippi <laughs> is there. Yeah. Yeah. And the other state that came in here, you got Gulfport, Mississippi, and Jackson, Mississippi. And I, I just want to get dirty in one of those restaurants oh, and just order something, something like what that. What are they, they serving up in Mississippi? I don't know, but I feel like it's coming, and they're serving it on old newspaper, whatever it is. <laughs> yes. I don't know. Or on a and tin plate. And there, or there's wet naps everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. Uh, Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, give me a dirty sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) It's Tucker and Mora in the morning. Energy 95.3.